0: You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Sorry about that. A little weird going on right now. I am uh, your host, Michael Luke. Again, brought to you by DraftKings. Uh, Great deal going on right now. If you got a uh, throw down $5 on the Super Bowl right now, and guess what? If that team hits and you're a new customer only, you get $280 in free plays. It's that simple. It's that easy. Make it happen. DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right, I'm coming to you live on assignment from well, not on assignment, but I'm coming to you live from Fort Collins, Colorado. Now you might be saying to yourself, Mike, what are you doing up in Fort Collins, Colorado? Or you might not be saying that, but either way, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing up here. Uh, my dog is up here for some uh, cancer treating uh, tre- uh, treatments, and uh, he's uh, so far he's kicking ass. And um, you know what? Going to be up here for about another week and a half or so, but. Don't worry, I'm gonna be here. We got post game for you tomorrow. Uh, nothing. The, the show must roll on. I cannot. I don't remember who said that, but be that as it may. Okay, now got a lot to get to this show. We're gonna talk a lot of U of A basketball. We're gonna talk some U of A football. A little bit of U of A women's hoops as well. Some U of A baseball, softball, opening media day, and I'm gonna give my guy Dave Hickey a little bit of kudos as well. But first. Let's talk about what happened in Tempe the other night. Arizona ASU. You hear it all the time and it's kind of a it's become a little bit of a joke that oh Arizona or uh, ASU basketball they're going to close the gap at some point. No, they're never going to close the gap. They're not going to get there. It's not going to happen. Here's the main reason why. And this really dawned on me when I was watching this game. First and foremost, Arizona is now a program. ASU basketball is not a program. And here's what I mean by that. There's a lot of schools out there that are one coach schools that experienced a ton of success when a different coach was or one coach was there. You can look at Maryland, you can look at Georgetown, you can look at UNLV. Gary Williams, uh, John Thompson, uh Jerry Tarkanian. Those guys are synonymous with their program, but more so than anything, it's not necessarily a great thing because there really is no history outside of those players. Now again, You know, some middling stuff. But you know what I'm saying right there. That's essentially what we're dealing with. Arizona basketball is now a program. Here's what I mean. Lute Olson, by any accounts, is one of the top, what, 15 coaches to ever walk college basketball sideline. He's very much in that realm with a John Thompson, a a Jerry Tarkanian, guys like that. But here's where Arizona is a little bit different and where those teams branch off a little bit. Arizona is now a program. It is a three-coach school right here. And no matter what you think of Sean Miller, Sean Miller had Arizona at the highest level possible for a five, six-year period, whatever the case may be. Look at Tommy Lloyd. First year in, but you know what? He's obviously doing okay. The Tommy Lloyd thing's probably going to work out in one way, shape, or form. That's a program. That means that it's not just reliant on one coach now. Again, it certainly did help that Lute Olson was able to come in here and do what he was able to do. I don't think that there's any doubt about that whatsoever. But these other coaches here have made Arizona into the program that they are, and I think that's what's so enticing about this uh, this incarnation of basketball that we're watching right now. And all right, so let's get to a couple comments. We already Randy Teet. Hope I'm saying that right. He says, Herb Sendek better than Bobby Hurley. You know, let's just dive into what the problem with ASU basketball is and why they're always going to struggle. If you could marry the two right there, not literally, but figuratively, you would have a perfect coach because Herb Sendek, even though his style was boring, was a quality. You know, his, his reputation is solid and for good reason. The problem was he's boring and he can't recruit. Bobby Hurley, not boring. He can recruit, but you know what? He can't coach. He literally throws the ball out there and you watch what's going on there, and their upside is always going to be limited. I mean, you look at the team last year, and granted, I get it, they were ravaged by COVID. But when you've got Alonzo Verge and Josh Christopher, or excuse me, um uh Josh Christopher, Marcus Bagley, uh Remy Martin, you should just be better than that. There's there's really no other way around it. And ASU just isn't there. And the problem with ASU basketball is this. They don't have the coach. My guy, Anthony Jamino always says it's about the coach, the coach, the coach. Oh, yeah. And guess what? About the coach. And none of these coaches have ever been that. You look back at a guy like a Ned Wolk back in the mid-70s, early 80s. He had it rolling because he was a disciplinarian, but he put together a staff that was able to entice guys to come to uh, Phoenix. Look at Bill Frieder. Mid-90s, you had ASU. was That was the only time when I looked on paper and I thought, as an Arizona fan, we better bring it or we could lose. Only time that's ever really been the case with vintage Arizona teams, not like the KO teams, even though, obviously, I love KO. Those are the only times. And since then, Bob Evans, uh, uh, Herb Sendek, Bobby Hurley, whatever, doesn't do anything for me. None of those guys are ever going to get you over the top. So until ASU basketball actually gets a coach, there's a top 25, a top 40 level coach, they're never gonna matter. Now, again, I'm not an athletic director. I leave that for the people that know more, but I just gave everybody out there free advice on what to do about ASU basketball and why it always stinks. All right. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Here's the deal: you throw down $5 on the Super Bowl, and if you win, you get $280 in free plays that simple that easy make it happen why wouldn't you worst case scenario you lose five bucks best case you win 280. and we've seen before people that become millionaires you got to start somewhere and you started that 280. all right eligibility restrictions do apply a gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP they'll get you right back on your feet and then uh let's see here 21 and up Arizona only again DraftKings Sportsbook app code word PHNX so Randy Teat makes another great point right here, and I wrote an article about this that's going to be up there in just a second. He said, it's weird because all the good prep basketball schools are located in the Phoenix area, so there is no excuse for ASU not to be good. But you know what? Until you get a good coach in there, ASU is not going to matter, and that's really the, uh, that's really the crux of what I'm getting at right here. And just look at how the two guys conducted themselves on the sideline in that game. Watch Bobby Hurley. He's flailing. He's out of control. You don't know exactly what's going on with him. If he's going to be able, if he's going to hyperventilate, whatever. And then the uh, you look at Tommy Lloyd. Sure, he can get in his guy's grill, but he's also cool, calm, and collected. And that is the big difference between them. Jay Henley made a point right here. He said the Clippers will never be the Lakers. The Devils will never be the Cats. Boom! It is. It's that simple. So Arizona basketball now. You're thinking, where should they be rated on the national scene? And with Auburn going down, UCLA obviously winning, I think I think it's hard to make a case that Arizona isn't a lock as a number one seed at this point. And quite frankly, I think you could make the case that they should probably be somewhere around number two or three overall, closer to one than four as an overall as the overall seed goes. So everything is everything's good on Arizona basketball front, not so much on ASU basketball front. All right, now let's talk a little bit of Arizona football here. Again, we got kind of a smorgasbord of things that we're going to navigate. I'm traveling, so I figured I'd travel some topics. All right, Arizona hoops, or football, a lot of people are asking me, what should the over-under win-loss total for this team be this year? And I've come in on the number, and I'm curious what your guys' take is. I go with four. I think with the out-of-conference schedule the way it is, you don't have a NAU, so you don't have a gimme. You've got North Dakota State, which is could be a tough game. You've got, excuse me, you've got uh, uh, San Diego State, and you've got Mississippi State. Those are all very losable games. Now, the calculation changed a little bit for me when you bring in Jaden Delora, a fa- or excuse me, a the equivalent of bringing in kind of a high four star quarterback to your program. That should solve a lot of problems immediately. And if that solves some of the problems, then Arizona is going to have a chance. And you look around the Pac twelve. What are the teams that Arizona can't beat? That's probably where you want to start. I don't see them beating uh, Utah. I don't see them beating USC. But after that, everything's kind of game, is it not? I don't look at any of those teams out there and say, man, I'm really nervous about what they could possibly do. That just doesn't really register for me because at Arizona, they should be able to handle all of those – or excuse me, at Arizona, should be able to win those games. Now, Steve Hernandez says bowl game at the least – Steve, I don't go that far. I definitely appreciate your point and certainly appreciate the comment, but this is still a team that was one in 15 last year. And as we talked about before, the difference with college basketball is I can bring in five, five-star kids and immediately they're ready to play. When I'm bringing in a lot of kids in football, it's going to take them a little bit of time. So I wouldn't go bowl game or bust, but I do believe that this team should be able to win four games. Now, Steve, I will go another direction though with you right there i will say that by year three absolutely bowl game at the least i think that you should be able to win seven or eight games and i think that it should be honestly i think it should be fairly simple to get or easy to get in there with the kind of background with the kind of uh uh template that i guess is being set by jed fish and the football team and the football staff right there okay now, one thing you're gonna to wanna to do, they got great shirts here. You're gonna wanna go onto the go go phnx, hit download, or first of all, you're gonna to wanna to subscribe on the website at the or the podcast, AZ Wildcats Podcast, then go over there and get GoPHNX membership. And guess what? You get a free back the A T shirt with that. You might be saying, Mike, is that really possible? It is possible. I know people that have done it. If they can do it, you can do it that simple all right arizona basketball arizona football certainly on a good front on a good footing right now so again i go with four wins but i hear what people like steve are saying especially when you're impatient it's like all right we've been probably the worst program in college football the last what four years we want to start winning some games but my whole thing is at this point win some games when you can get there um but show improvement and the one thing that i really want jed fish to do play every young kid that is ready to play. Again, I don't necessarily care about wins and losses. I care about playing the guys get better this year. You know it on the field when you see it. Now, if that means that you're going to go through some growing pains, so be it. Who cares? I mean, we're Arizona football. We've been down before, but we're going somewhere and you need to be able to throw guys out there and look at it and say, all right, this guy's going to get better. This guy's going to get better. If something's close, Don't give it to the senior. Don't give it to the upperclassmen. I'm okay with that on teams that are really good because you want the veteran experience. But this is a year where we absolutely need to go out there and play exactly what uh, Arizona football should be able to do right there. And I think, again, I think that's about four wins or so. That's at least where I would go. Now. want to give a little bit of a shout out to some other things that are about to start up. And I want to give a little bit of a shout out to my guy, Dave Hickey, Arizona softball, Arizona baseball media day. I was not able to attend. I'm up in a uh, La Quinta in uh, uh, New Mexico, or excuse me, Colorado right now, but just watching, talking to people on the ground, Chip Hale, Caitlin Lowe, new era of Arizona baseball and softball. And honestly, guys, these are people that want to be there and i think that's what's so enticing about this entire situation is that these are these are coach or excuse me these are players these are coaches that want to be where they are at now we've seen a lot of guys in the past that you kind of wonder and, do you really want to be here these are alumni these are players that have seen the absolute peaks of the Jerry Kendall, have seen the absolute peaks of the Mike Candrea and like anybody else, they're proud about what they've are uh, about what they accomplished in the past. And I think to be able to put that on is something that will be incredibly important to the, a lot of them. So I'm incredibly excited to see what they've got cooking right there. Because you look around the athletic department right now, and there's all kinds of positive vibes. Jed Fish certainly has been a guy that has done everything right off the field. Tommy Lloyd, everything on the court, off the court. Then you look at a Chip Hale. You look at a a Caitlin Lowe. these are all people that want to be here, and that's an underrated part. And on top of that, they conduct themselves in a great way. And I think that's where the uh, I think that's where really the administration has really hit the ball out of the park right here. Now, there's, I'm going to close with one person though that I think is very important in all of this, and that's Adia Barnes. But what's also important is the DraftKings sportsbook co- code word PHNX. Here's the deal. Throw down $5 on the Super Bowl. And if that team wins, you get $280 in free plays. It's that simple. It's that easy. Make it happen. Code word PHNX. And I like the Rams. Take it for what it's worth. I know uh, there's some people out there that think that there's a bargain with the uh, the Bengals. I'm just telling you where I would go. But I would be throwing my $5 on if I was a new customer on the St. Louis Rams at, and get that $280 right there. Okay. Adia Barnes then. Now, I know that Arizona men's basketball runs everything, but there's nobody synony- more synonymous with the athletic department right now than Adia Barnes, and for good reason. She's recruiting like a maniac. She came within one shot of winning the national championship last year. She, until Aerie McDonald came, was arguably the best player in program history. And she's got this thing on lock where, again, Arizona has been in the top ten now, I believe, for eight straight weeks. And, I mean, I gosh – I don't know that they're going to be a favorite to win the national championship, but after last year's run and after what they've built, you Arizona is going to be in this one for a long time, not just this year, but years going forward right there. And that's a lot of that has to do with the kind of team that she's put in place right there. And I want to leave you all on this note, look at how that team bounces back time and time and time again, every time there's a tough loss for Arizona. And this has kind of been a hallmark of the Adia Barnes reign, they come back and they smack whoever they're supposed to smack that following game. There's no letdown. All these girls or are, are all these women are all in on it. And right now, it's just a blessed time to be an Arizona Wildcat. And again, i got to give a lot of the kudos to my guy Dave Hickey right there. All right. Tomorrow, Arizona plays the Washington State uh, Huskies in uh, or excuse me, Washington State Huskies, the Washington State Cougars in basketball I'm a little bit discombobulated. We will be on John Schuster and I will be on the postgame 915. Only place you need to be for any postgames right there. We're different than others. We like taking your calls your, or your uh, your comments. You're smarter than we are a lot of the time, and we just enjoy interacting with you. Ricky Garrett makes a point right here. He says, I will say I was wrong. Jed Fish is at least doing all the right things. We'll see about wins. Tommy Lloyd is a fantastic hire. Baseball looking up. He he does deserve credit. And, you know, it's cool. I've, I've been wrong on a lot of people before as well. But, you know, we're all Arizona fans right here. And we should want this thing to work out. And I think Ricky Garrett just hit the nail on the head. Just because, you know, you didn't like a hire or whatever. Doesn't mean that you can't come at it with an open mind right there. So again, all of you, really appreciate you. We will be back with you for the forty-five minute post-game show tomorrow, airing about nine fifteen or so, right here on the uh, DraftKings, or excuse me, on the AZ Wildcats podcast. Everybody out there that joined me while I'm in Fort Collins, really appreciate you all, and we will be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. <music>